Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Over 5 million people play football in the USA and here to bring it to you in the raw, uncut, unadulterated is the undisputed number one sports show in Atlanta and abroad. 100 yards of football live from headquarters. It's more than a game, more than a show. It's where football blends culture, economics, and society. Tap in, tune in, and lock in to 100 yards of football now. Bet online is the fastest and easiest way to wager on all your favorite sports, contests, and events with first to market odds and lines. Find reviews and news for every league, including Major League Baseball, NFL, NBA, NHL, combat sports, esports, and even golf. BetOnline continues to be the top online resource for all your sports information, from live in-game betting, props, and futures. Head to BetOnline today or use your mobile device to join today and make your first sports bet. Use our promo code BELIEVE50 to receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Bet online where the game starts. Ladies and gentlemen, today, here on 100 Yards of Football, another NFL legend special. And it will be brought to you by the first great DB from Florida State University. And he was the all-pro NFL cornerback with the Atlanta Falcons, Mr. Bobby Butler joins Vincent Turner and today they explore one of the great ones born from Gulfport, Mississippi, where he was an all state quarterback at 33rd Avenue high school, the only all black high school in Gulfport, Mississippi by integration or before integration. And he also earned a scholarship to the great Jackson state college now known as Jackson state university in the SWAC ladies and gentlemen, he was brought to Detroit by the former player and DB and scout Dick Night Train Lane, where he became a Detroit Lions Hall of Famer. He is a pro football Hall of Famer, a Jackson State Hall of Famer, a Michigan Sports Hall of Famer, and yes, lastly, a Mississippi Sports Hall of Famer. Today, Bobby Butler and Vincent Turner explores Mr. Lemuel Joseph Barney of the Detroit Lions, the 34th overall pick in the 67th draft here on 100 Yards of Football. If you liked the video today, please come in and share it. We'll surely, surely appreciate it here on 100 Yards Football. Special thanks to our producer, Mr. Logan Landers, for making it happen today. And, of course, thank you to The Voice, I consider him the greatest in entertainment. It's no doubt. I will put my life on it. If there's somebody out there better than my man, then let me see it. Because 
I've been in this great world for 62 years and I have not heard not one and I'm very blessed. If you like the video, please come in and share it. I'm Vincent Turner. Today we're going to talk about Lynn Barney. I always tell this story. And as I look at the screen today and I look up in heaven, I'm looking at God. I'm very blessed, man. Very blessed to the audience. The young man in front of me, I tell the story all the time. I was home on Christmas break as a sophomore at the University of Arkansas. I used to come on every break at New Year's Day. Me and my pops, Chester Turner, used to watch all the bowl games. And I saw this gentleman right here playing at Florida State University going against Oklahoma and the great Billy Sims from Hooks, Texas. And if you would have told me 30 years ago that I would be doing this on this platform in front of this great young man right here, I would look at you crazy. I would have thought you was insane. I thought you would have been admitted. But see, God is good, brother. Amen. He is good to another level. So I'm going to bring him up. I tell y'all all the time, I don't mean to get long-winded, but when you think about Florida State, you look at all these guys, first thing you mentioned, they want to mention Charlie Ward. They want to mention Deion Sanders. But man, make no mistake, this gentleman right here took a chance. He committed to Florida State. He saw a vision because he could have easily went to Michigan State or Alabama. But look what he's looking at now. Florida State is a program. And this is the gentleman that started. He always let me know that the best football is played down in the state of Florida. He's not going to say it to me directly, but he put it out to me indirectly. I know where he's going. My man, the great, the legend, Bobby Butler, first round pick in the 1981 draft, 20 picks selection overall by the Atlanta Falcons. How you doing, brother? Hey, Vincent, it's, it's a great day, man. It's a great day. Great topic, great guy to cover today. I'm excited. Okay, if you like the video, one more time, I'm Vincent Turner, joined by the great Bobby Butler. Please come in and share today here on One of the Yards Football. We're going to get right into it. I remember the first time I met you, man. You remember that? We was over in uh, the producer's apartment, Mr. Jeremiah Long, who's behind all this great work. Mm -hmm. And uh, we were sitting talking, and remember, I was trying to pick your mind. Actually, I was scared because I didn't want to say the wrong thing. I didn't know, you know, <laughs> you being right and everything. <laughs> but I asked you about all the great corners. Uh -huh. You remember that? And then I mentioned Len Barney. Mm -hmm. And I saw that, that gleam in your eyes. <laughs> and then, like, you wanted to raise up. God was going to take you off that couch. <laughs> Oh. And boy, you talked about Len Barney like it was no tomorrow. You said, hey, man, the guy was my mentor and showed me how to play the game. But the one thing that you said out of that conversation, mm -hmm. Bobby, that stuck in my mind, mm -hmm. he taught me, you told me he taught me how to watch film. That's so right. you had a Florida Day, brother. Tell us about the great Len Barney when you first met him and you came into the league. Well, Lim Barney was um, the greatest corner in the history of time at that point, um, hands down. I mean, when you think about the position today, when you think about being a cornerback today, of course we think about prime time, right? And we think about when prime got off the plane and came to Atlanta 
with his Jerry Curl and shades, with his Mr. T starter kit. He was flash, right? Well, Lim Barney was that guy back in the old day. Lim Barney would take limousines to every game. I want you to think about this now. We're talking about it in the 60s. He would come to every game in a limousine with a derby on with a cigar in his mouth. Swagger. <laughs> Swagger. One of the things I can tell you about our position, it takes a lot of confidence to play cornerback in the National Football League. You, you got to exude confidence. You got to, listen, you got to know that you know, right? Because in the league, you know, on the other side of the ball, the guys who get paid all the money, right? Our job is to shut all that down. And so you got to be confident when they come out of the huddle, when they know where they're going and you have no clue. So athleticism is at a supreme high when you are there, <laughs> not knowing, but challenging those guys who know where they're going and you sticking to them like glue. This man, Lim Barney's numbers were off the charts. So let's think about it now. He played 11 seasons in the National Football League. In a time, Vincent, when you only threw the ball when you had to. I want y'all to think about that. We're not talking about guys who playing today where quarterbacks are throwing the ball almost every down. We're talking about guys who throwing the ball when they have to. Now, listen to this. There's a reason why he's a Hall of Famer. There's a reason why he's a State Hall of Famer. There's a reason why he's a Jackson State Hall of Famer. There's a reason why. Let's look at his numbers. As a Detroit Lion. In his 11-year career, he had 56 interceptions for 1,077 yards. So in other words, when he caught that ball, he knew what to do with it. He was a great punt returner. When he got that rock, he knew what to do with it. So let's back up about six years before he got drafted. He was a great quarterback in high school which most of us was, including my, me, myself, and I. Deion Sanders was a great quarterback in high school. I mean, we can go back. We can do multiple things, right? We're the most athletic guys on the field. This guy was special. He exuded confidence. He had 56 picks. Now, I played 12 years. I played one more year longer than, than, than um, Lim Barton. I only had 28 picks. He had doubled the amount of picks that I had in an 11-year career. Deion Sanders had 54 picks for about 1,300 yards, right? Lim scored about 10 touchdowns in his career. So in other words, a phenomenal cornerback that was way ahead of his time, right? That was way ahead of his time. He would come to some games, Vincent, he get out the car, you didn't know if it was Superfly <laughs> or Lim Barney showing up to play. He was that fly. But at the end of the day, he was the greatest corner in his time. And I had the privilege of meeting him right after my rookie year in Atlanta. For those of y'all who don't know, 
I had a cousin that played football for the Atlanta Falcons who was a great football player in Atlanta by the name of Jim Cannonball Butler. Look him up from Boynton Beach, Florida. Running back. The only player drafted out of Edwards Waters College in Jacksonville, Florida. To this day. And Lim Barney was a good friend of his. And when I came to Atlanta, Cannonball had a little jazz club on the south side of Atlanta called 200 South. For you old school dogs in Atlanta, y'all know where it was. Campbellton <laughs> Highway. Down the street from Mr. V's. Around the corner from Cisco's. Y'all know what I'm talking about. Right? So, one yeah, what day I'm, say, club, baby? I'm in the club with Cannonball and Lim Barney walks in. Now, you gotta understand, I'm playing ball with the Falcons at the time. But I laid my head down because the great one just walked in the door. And this is what he said to me. He said, man, I've been watching you. He said, man, you can cover. I like the way you cover. So you, you can imagine how a young buck feeling when the GOAT at that time walks in and, and say that about your game. And then he said this. He asked me this question. He said, how do you study film? And I said, man, I don't study tape. And he cursed me out like I was his son. Took me in the back office. We left the club. We wasn't drinking no more. We wasn't dancing no more. We went back into the office. And he sat me down, Vincent, and started talking to me about how to be a professional cornerback and what it's going to take to be great. And I was like a kid in a candy store sucking it all in. And I went to work immediately, Vincent. Some of the things he told me, what I need to look for in the, in the film, I started to, to do that. All right, I started to do that. Now, we know he was a very athletic guy. But he had the edge because not only was he athletic, he was smart and intelligent. He had a football IQ. He studied film. He studied tape. And when I took that craft up, Vincent, it changed my career. The only reason I played 12 years in the football, in the National Football League, was because Lim Barty invested his time into me, telling me what I needed to do. And that allowed me to be around 12 years. Now, here's the great thing about it. I became so good at studying tape that, you know, I pretty much knew what they were going to do before they broke the huddle most of the time. You can get that good at it. And so you fast forward to 1989, and then the next Seminole came in named Deion Sanders, prime time. He comes in. Let me tell you this, this, this torch. Let me tell you how the baton hit someone's hand, and then somebody else passed over a stick to the next guy, and he'll take it, and he'll run it on in. So by the time Deion got here, I used to keep books on receivers and offensive coordinators, right? Because if a coordinator get fired and he go work somebody else, he's still going to do the same thing he's always done. So I kept book on those guys. And their receivers, I kept book on everybody. I can tell you more about Jerry Rice and his wife because I knew him from tape. I knew every mannerism of Jerry Rice. And so I passed this on to Dion. 
And here's the thing I love. Here's the thing I love, uh, Vincent. I didn't think Dion was going to really be that interested because from an athletic standpoint, I've never seen a man like Dion Sanders on a football field. And we started to sit down and started to watch tape together and film. And he would take film home. I would take film home. And we'll come back and get in the office after practice and start and discuss it and go over it. And when I left, he took that stick and ran with it. And boy, did he run with it. Started with this man, Lim Barney, who invested in my life. He didn't have to tell me that. But he did. And the rest is history. So I applaud him in many ways. He's a great ambassador for the sport. He is a great ambassador for the position cornerback like no other, right? And so hats off to him. Here's another thing about the, the, the uh, yeah, I'm, I'm going to give you all this, about the Detroit Lions. That number 20 is a special number in Lions history. He was the first player to wear it for the Lions. And, of course, you hear his numbers. You hear his stats. Hall of Fame in every area. And then the next guy came along who wore that number was a guy by the name of Billy Sims. Tyler, Texas. Heisman Trophy winner. Had he not got injured in Detroit, he would be an NFL Hall of Famer today. But he won a Heisman Trophy winner. Then you come back a few years later, the magician, the magic man, who nobody can touch if he didn't want you to touch him, by the name of Barry Sanders, wore the same number. He's the NFL Hall of Famer. So I wonder if they're going to retire that number, Vincent. And if they retire, who they're going to retire under? Right? That number is a great number in Lion history. And Lim Barney started off. And you think about who brought him in to Detroit. Was a great one that he looked up to. Guy by the name of Night Train Lane. Don't get any more special than that. Don't get any more special than that. Boy, boy, boy. That's why I love, love where we going today with this, bro. Lim Barney. And Bobby, you know me and you about you're you're older than me, so no disrespect, but you 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 uh, I call you an old man because I'm a baby <laughs> on <under> you. <laughs> My uncle, the great Opie Turner, I hope is just watching the video today. It's 80 years old, living right now in Memphis, Tennessee. Lived in Detroit. He stayed two houses from Charlie Sanders back in the late 60s and early. Oh, wow. 50s. All right, now. And I got some information on Lynn Barney about two months ago because mm-hmm. my uncle was a Detroit Lions season ticket holder. Mm-hmm. And one thing he told me about Lynn Barney, take this for its worth. Lynn Barney was a great press guy, man coverage, mm-hmm. instincts off the charts, confidence. But he told me Lynn Barney was physical. Yes, sir. His tackling ability said Lynn Barney missed a lot of games because he was physical. <laughs> he tackled like a linebacker at the corner position. That's right. That's right. Then I thought about this. Lynn Barney's first game as a rookie, he picked mm. out the great box star. 
first play, he took it 24 yards for a touchdown in 67. Put it in the end zone. Yes, he did. Then I think about when he was at Jackson State, he played with the great Bob Hughes, mm-hmm. Ed Polk, mm-hmm. John Atlaw. And look who, look who he had to go against in practice. That was a year behind him. <laughs> Harold Jackson. <laughs> and then I think about the 67 draft. Mm. Now we argue about a lot. Me and you have a disagreement. Which draft was the best? Mm-hmm. That 67 draft. Bubba Smith. Ha! Floyd Leto. Ha! Bob Greasy. Yes, sir. George Webster. Yes, Alan sir. Alan Page. Gene Upshaw. <laughs> Willie Lanier. Willie Ellison. Uh-huh. Raphael Wright. Uh-huh. Just for you, Mod Bass. Kenny Houston out of Lufkin, Texas. <laughs> so he came out with some firepower, baby. Oh, with some dogs, man. And then he played with the Detroit Lions. Don't you know they only made the playoffs in his 11 years one time? I know the feeling, Doc. I feel it. And, and he played in a playoff game against Dallas the year that Dallas went to the Super Bowl in 1970, scoring it up 5 0. Mm hmm. But think about when you look at Detroit back then, even though they weren't winning, but you know this. Like I explained in another video when it was Thanksgiving Day and the Turner family was over there on Mississippi Boulevard in, in Memphis. Grandmama Leah Turner cooking that good old, you should, you, you, I don't know you know about this, Bobby, them chitlins. <laughs> that turkey and dressing. Them homemade greens, ah! homemade ice cream. Yes, sir. That coconut cake. Ah! It's a Tomar bass, that sweet tea. And you, that sweet tea you buy the, the one food. you buy in the bags, and you put you cook it on the stove, and then you put it in the fridge there before it get cold. <laughs> and we just watched Detroit. My uncle living in Detroit, but some Lions teams played hard. Hard man, hard. Charlie Sanders, Charlie Earl Sanders. McCullough. Greg uh-huh. Landry, Wayne Walker, that's right. Gangster Alex Karras, uh-huh. the legend Dick LeBeau. Dick LeBeau, that's right. No matter what they record, you always found it, Lynn Barney. Mm-hmm. Outstanding football player, man. Outstanding. I'm not going to go on a rant today because I don't want to get you upset because <laughs> then you're going to start going back to your state of Florida. But like <laughs> I say, it's something in the water in Mississippi. And all I got to say, Mega Evans, James Earl Jones, and Morgan Freeman, Archie Mann, and Brent Flock, <laughs> case closed. Uh, hey, Big King. Hey, this guy, this guy, Lil Barney, when you talk about Gulfport, Mississippi, you talk about the beach. <laughs> and there's something about football players and the beach that's special. <laughs> I'm going to leave it like that, Vincent. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Well, we can talk all day. But a fantastic football player, Len Barney. And it's just an honor today that you on here talking about how he played a role in your career, 1992 Pro Football Hall of Famer. Mm-hmm. And a guy that only had one winning season in 11 years. Mm-hmm. But you mentioned 56 INTs, 1,077 return yards. Mm-hmm. 
And when people talk about great corners in this game, they don't never mention Lynn Barney. But man, go look at his film. He was physical. Oh, he he, he was one of the good and he could tackle. Yes. And then I'm gonna leave you with this story. He came out of Jackson State, right? No disrespect, Bobby. I had a great friend of mine that grew up with five of us, Lawrence King, that went to Alcorn State in 1979 out of my high school in a football scholarship. Mm -hmm. And he told me one thing about playing in the SWAT, mm -hmm. MEAC. Mm -hmm. And Lawrence, true story, he went down there one year. Mm -hmm. And they took a scholarship the next year mm -hmm. because he couldn't cover man to man. Wow. They didn't play no, they didn't play no, Cover two. Right, 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 right. It was right. man to man. That's right. That's and right. I and, and, and he said, Vincent, I got down there and he was coached. And I got down there. He got down there when he was a freshman. Mm -hmm. You had Ashley Frazier. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You had Ronell Young. That's right. That's right. And he mm -hmm. said, man, the coaches were really blasting. Nah, bro, we ain't playing that. Mm -hmm. Got down to Alcorn State, the field had gravel. Mm -hmm. The bottom line, my brother, you know the other word I want to use. We playing man to man down here. Oh, absolutely. And, absolutely. Then I think, and then I think about Lynn Barney. I think about the swag. I didn't go to a swag school. I went to a power five. But now I understand why Mel Blunt was great. Mm -hmm. Why mm -hmm. I think now I think why Albert Lewis was great. Mm -hmm. Why now I know Willie Brown was great. Aeneas Williams. Everson Walls. Everson Walls, Lamar Paris, Ken Riley. That's right. That's right. That's right. That's right. They didn't play, brother. Right. Well, well think of, man. Well, think about this, Vincent. During that time, it was segregation. And all the best football players went to HBCUs. They didn't go to Notre Dame. They didn't go to Ohio State. That's what y'all saw on TV. But when I came in the league in 1981, I was very interested. I don't know why I got on this track. I wanted to see what university had more NFL players in it. I, for my, I don't know why I did that, my rookie year. And so I went to the league office and found out that Gramlin University had more NFL ball players playing than any university in the country in 1981. So what that said to me was basically this, you know, back in the day, we didn't get the opportunity to play ball um, at some of the schools, especially in the South. See, see, th that conference was the SEC back then. Think about it. The SEC didn't play football like that back in the 60s and the 70s. I'm sorry. They just didn't. You know, you didn't have national champions in the uh, SEC. Alabama, once in a while, but mainly the national times we saw Notre Dame, USC, Nebraska, Oklahoma, Ohio State, Penn State. We didn't see at that time all that going on in the South. Why? Because Lynn Barney was playing at Jackson State. Walter Payton was at Jackson State. The best athletes in the South that they depend on now to help win national titles were playing at HBCUs. And I'm glad you're going to bring that up because I'm going to end it up with this. Mm -hmm. I know a lot of people look at me crazy. I got some counterparts, some good friends that go to the that are Georgia fans. You know who I'm talking about, right? And that's why. 
And you had one Mr. Jimmy Ray that came on the show, Michigan State Court. But that's why I say that 66 Tennessee State team would have beat the brakes off Alabama, Michigan State, and anybody in 66 because they had 27 players. Let me get it right. 22 players over the next three years drafted. Think about that, Vincent. Think about that. Think about that. Jimmy Mm -hmm. Marcellus. Mm-hmm. Case closed. Mm-hmm. Think about that, bro. You're not, you're preaching good now. <laughs> Final words about Lynn Bonnie today, my brother. You've been so great and gracious. Hey, man. Like I say, during his time, the greatest. And there were some guys came behind him. Right behind him was my homeboy who tried to be just like Lynn Barney, Lamar Parrish who's a great, another great corner. Um, hands off to Lim Barney, the greatest. I mean, he put it out there. Guys tried to mimic him. Everybody couldn't do it, right? And so we thank him for just bringing, pushing the game forward. I thank him for spending time with me in, in a personal way, helping me to become a better football player. And I passed it on. And Dion passed it on. And so we're just thankful to have him in the game. What's so great about this is my final words. Again, special thanks to our producer, Mr. Logan Landers, to the voice, Mr. Mark Bass, Lynn Barney out of Jackson State. Who coaching at Jackson State today? Mm-hmm. Deion Sanders. That's right. Um, but the thing I take from Lynn Barney is that he only had one winning season in his career. Mm-hmm. And he still revved as one of the top corners that ever played. That ever played. And just the physical ability. My uncle telling me that, Mr. Opie Turner, that he stayed hurt so much because he was willing to throw his body around. He he played the game hard. Played it hard. Mm -hmm. So today, to the Jackson State family, and personally from me, Lynn Bonnie, man, you were super. One of my heroes. Mm -hmm. And thank you for making this game of football so great. And to this gentleman right here, Keep taking his way and learning from you. Because as you say, Bobby, to me, honestly, I'm going to relay this out there to everyone out there on one of y'all's football. I know the quarterback position is the glamour position. You can't win without a quarterback. Mm -hmm. I know the D-line, the pass rushers, uh, premium offensive line. But, man, be honest, it's no tougher position in the National Football League than the cornerback position. That's right. I'm sorry. That's right, bro. Hands down. Hands down. (laughs) And I'm going to say this. Look at it today. Look at the game today. To be in front of a gentleman that played 12 years in this league, because everybody can't play in the National Football League, you got to be built a special way. For you to play 12 years, Mr. Butler, Mm -hmm. that's outstanding, brother. That's never going to be duplicated. Thank you. Before we end our show today, we'd like to mention one more time, this show is presented by Bet Online. So if you like the video today, please come in and share it. The legend, the greatness of Bobby Butler talking about the greatness of Lynn Bonnie. I couldn't have no better way. 100 yards football, we come in this football season. Hallelujah. Pig suey. The 901 <laughs> Memphis, Tennessee. Delray Beach. Yes, Lincoln, Texas. Yes, sir.
Douglasville, Georgia. Alexander High School, Oak Ridge in this plan, Brooklyn, New York. <laughs> Thank you. And be blessed on 100 Yards of Football. What is your favorite moment from football history? What teams and players are you cheering on? And who will win it all? We want to hear from you, our listeners. Head over to 100 Yards of Football Sports Talk Radio's Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, or Twitch and leave us a comment. We might use your suggestion in an upcoming episode. Tune in daily to the podcast and watch our show live every week. We are 100 Yards of Football Sports Talk Radio on the Believe Podcast Network. Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you, with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.